Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Take my body to the beach. Can you make my life complete if you Hey, you're listening to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try come, and come, come up, up with, with five, five sketch ideas. ideas. My name is Alistair George William Trumbly Virtual, and this is my co-host... Andy. <laughs> Randrew. Randrew, please. <laughs> please, when I'm in trouble. Well, I'm in, when I'm in trouble... And horny. Yes. Uh, that is a reference to the end of last episode, if you ever yeah. want to... These, all these episodes happen in the same universe. Yeah. In case you're wondering, uh, yeah. I'd like to announce that they're all connected. And there are characters that you pop up in both of them. Uh, are all, all them. are all the all sketches that we come... All episodes. Are, are, are uh, all the sketches set in the same universe? Uh, yes. Yes, our universe. Yes, our... The, the uh, imagined universe... What about sketches that are set in different universes? Uh, are they set in this universe? Is it? <laughs> do you just have to change what frame of reference that you're in? Yes, that's 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 the challenge. Is one of one of uh, all the sketches that happen in this universe, yeah. right? Are actually all taking place in the mind of a boy who is trapped in a uh, a, a bear trap. A bear trap. And he's, he's, the life is leeching out of him. Oh, no. Yeah, so they're all flashing through his mind. So in that, that's going to really cut down on production costs, I think, when we come to actually make all of these sketches, is that none of them actually take place. They're all imaginary. Does that cut down on production yeah, costs? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think the fact that they're all just in his, in, in his mind. Mm. I guess, yeah, I guess other than documentaries, all films are imaginary. <laughs> yeah. Or that... that, that um, so that was that was what happened with that TV show called Saint Elsewhere, right? It was a TV show called Saint Elsewhere mm. about a, a set in a hospital, right? It was sort of like a soap opera drama. Okay. Many many seasons, all set in a hospital. Great. And then at the end, like the closing shots of the show, sort of reveal that the whole thing was taking place in the mind of the autistic son of one of the characters. Mm-hmm. As he stared at a snow globe with a model of a hospital in it, or something like that. And so they just implied that that's what happened. I think so. Yeah, like, or a man came on screen and I mean, explained how, it. I mean, that's kind of a fun reveal uh, mm. that <laughs> that you could have a series of sketches that are something very strange happens or something very normal, normal, but. You contrast it with the, whoever the person is who's thinking about it. Like that you – right afterwards, it's a reveal that it's, it's happening in the mind of somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Um, so it could just be two people eating waffles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and then you, you pull out and you reveal that that is taking place in the mind of a man uh, using a machete to uh, hack the legs off a giant lizard. Great, yeah. Or, or an old lady looking into a snow globe. <laughs> Hacking the legs off an old lady looking into a snow globe? That's a bit macabre, Alistair. <laughs> Um, I mean, that could be... And it's good an on old her lady. for keeping her focus on the snow globe Absolutely. because they are not entertaining. Well, like, to be distracted by a snow globe at a time like that, that's either got to be a very big snow globe, Alistair. It's a very different generation. It's true. They used to be more entertained by simpler things. Yeah. Back in the day, before they had anaesthetic, they would just shake a snow globe in front of someone you couldn't afford while they to were be amputating bored. a leg yeah. with a machete. And and that was that was enough. You'd be lucky if it was a machete. <laughs> You'd be lucky if it was a snow globe. Yeah. Sometimes it was just a globe, and they would just move it around. So your eyes following it. They often, they often couldn't get glass into a round shape, so they would just sort of shine a light off of a bit of broken glass into your eye. Yeah. So you'd basically just be looking straight into Annoyed. a light. <laughs> In the absence of uh, adequate pain relief, they would yeah. just try and annoy you and hope that the frustration would distract you from the uh, the incredible pain of losing both your legs. So so pre, pre-anesthetic pain pre-anesthetic relief. Pre-anesthetic pl- pain relief, yes. Well, I mean, I guess there are other things that could be done, like in terms of just maybe just giving what, what would be a pleasant feeling to sort of overcome the negative feeling. Maybe just they have someone who comes in and it's their job to sort of slowly re- reveal to you interesting facts or pieces of good news oh, yeah. that will hopefully... <laughs> Release yeah. enough endorphins in your brain. So, and and the pesos is up three points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I guess you know, or you know, you'd have to do research on them, find out if maybe they're what, what sort of things they consider to be very good. News. Yeah, yeah. Or like if they're about to go to a trip, you know, uh, right, to Europe right. or something like that. You go, and you know what the the dollar's doing very well against the euro. Right. <laughs> you go, oh. So, so before the surgery, they have a consult consultation with yeah. uh, with Leon who's going to be your anaesthetist for the day, and he tries to find things that you're interested in, things that you like, things yeah. that are going on in your life, and he'll try and just keep you positive, yeah. keep those endorphin hits coming. Oh, we're losing him. We're losing him. We're going to need something big. We're going to need something strong. Uh, She's coming out of it. Uh, there's deep-sea sharks that live up to 400 years old. <laughs> He's stabilized. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's the that's Thank the you. longest uh, we, we humans know that a vertebrae can live. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Oh. Is that true? Are, sh- are sharks considered a vertebrate in, given that they don't have bones and they just have cartilage? Alice. Well, uh, look, I didn't know that. I think I thought sharks did have some bones, no? I think they're all cartilage. Are teeth bones? No, they're cartilage. Those sharks' teeth—they're very soft. They look they're sharp. Not, yeah, right. They look sharp. But if you, you... are you telling me? Wait, there's no sc- sharp skeleton. Look, hearing you say it back to me, it obviously sounds stupid. <laughs> are they closer to worms than they are, uh, sort of, you know, fish? Sharks are completely floppy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, you can squeeze them into a little jar or whatever. Yeah, right. So like, like, like very a... easy to get upstairs. So they're like which is jam. <laughs> They're closer to jam than they are to fish. They're closer to jam. Technically. No, look, they must have bones. I apologize. And now that I think about it some more, I've seen shark skulls. Yeah. I've seen those big jaw things. Those big jaw things, yeah. Although, no, I've never actually seen a skull. 
of a shark. You see only the see the jaws. So maybe the jaw is the only bone. Because surely if sharks had skulls, yeah. we would have seen them. Uh, look, I, I, am, <laughs> I don't remember, but I feel like... I feel like I've seen. I don't think you have. I don't no? think you've ever seen a shark skull. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it right now. Yeah. Sharks don't have skulls. Okay. They've just got a bony jaw plate sort of thing that keeps their teeth in, but the rest of them is cartilage and muscle. Yeah. Right. And skin, and a little bum hole. And and <laughs> do they have a cloaca? I think they've probably got a clacker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I reckon they pack a clacker. So so is this and and that was another episode of. Uh, uh, how, how, do, how do animals, how do well, whales work? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you think whales work? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we assume probably, do, yeah. do they have any kind of internal combustion? Where's the energy coming from? Well, they're cold-blooded, except for... But the, the fire's great, the great white. The great white is a warm-blooded shark, but everything else is cold-blooded. I don't know where I have all these... Shark Probably facts. not shark facts. Uh, Andy, maybe Shark Week. Shark Week. Do you think it could be Shark Week right now? And I'm just sort of channeling this. There's so much shark information in the atmosphere mm. right now yeah. that it has to come out in some form. Man, there's this, there's this uh, scientific, in, bracket, in, in inverted commas, uh, webpage I used to visit, but there was also a lot of para, parapsychological and yeah, kind right. of like, Bullshit. Yeah, stuff on there. And I went on there, I had been on there for years, and I saw a thing that was like, it was a person writing this article as if, this was very scientific, but they were saying that they found a lot of like uh, uh, evidence of, of not telekinesis, what's the other one there? Uh, uh, being able to read thoughts? And yeah, telepathy. Telepathy, in, telepathy. Sort of in, in, in autistic children. And, uh, and so they were like actual evidence like that, and I was like, I oh, see. This is how you trick people because you just say evidence, and then yeah. and then it becomes Actu- very no. You say actual evidence. actual evidence, and then because <laughs> becomes... people have cottoned on to just saying evidence. Well, absolutely, right. So you've really got to raise the stakes. Yeah, you got to say actual oh. evidence, yeah. or, or you know, or real evidence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, proven, verifiable evidence. Yes, if yes. you just say verifiable, it doesn't have to be verifiable. Yeah. Nobody's going to verify it. No, we no. don't have the time. Are you you're just saying it is verifiable. Yeah, trust me. Okay, of it's verifiable. You could verify it if you wanted to, but I don't know if anybody's verified its verifiability. <laughs> we don't well, know whether if that's verified. I don't know if it's possible to verify that. No, I don't think you can prove a provable. But to prove whether, well, I think you can prove whether something is unprovable. Yeah, but to prove whether something is provable, Ooh. who has the time? Ooh, exactly. I mean, we've got cornflakes to eat. We got. Uh, Go-karts to go do? What if, as well as Shark Week, yeah. right, there was, this, uh, just following Shark Week, yeah. there was Imaginary Shark Week, where they just talk about some better sharks. You know, like, like I yeah. imagine Shark Week is probably running out of cool things to say about the Great White. Yeah. But Imaginary Shark Week, uh, the fantastic blue shark. mm I think there's a lot that's still left to be said. Sharks are dragons of the sea, right? Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that, right? And so... I believe you, Alistair. It wouldn't... I wouldn't question you. It wouldn't be so crazy if you pictured uh, a shark that could 
that could sort of shoot out a sort of a freezing beam, things like that, in Im- Imaginary Shark Week. Once you accept, as we have, yeah, the sharks are dragons, of, dragons the of the sea, the shooting out of the, uh, of the ice yeah. feels perfectly logical. Absolutely. Uh, s- s- some that are made mostly of stone, or at least their, their outsides are. Obviously, they've still got uh, blood flowing through their veins, if they do have veins that are stone veins. Um, That's why they have to keep swimming. Otherwise, they'll sink to the bottom, yeah. and they, they they can't. They have to keep swimming just to stay up, yeah, because the pressure and crush. Um, do you think that? Because apparently that's a that's a myth, right? That sharks have to keep swimming, otherwise they'll die. It's a bad right. myth. It's a terrible myth. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think it was just a misunderstanding originally? The fact was, sharks have to keep living, otherwise they won't be able to swim. And uh, mm. someone just got it a bit a bit twisted yeah. around in their head, you know, because I think that that version of the fact is probably true, and might even be verifiable. They have to keep living if they want to keep swimming. Yeah, I I don't even know if that's true because there's all those involuntary movements. I mean, then then you then you're going into what is a swim and what is, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've I've gone for swims that that were that were barely even a dip. Right, and 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 then you compare that dip to a shark that has just recently died, and then its nerves are kind of still flailing, flailing a little bit. Flailing around, twitching. Right, he might he might go ten, twenty meters. That's way longer than the dip that I, I just got wet. <laughs> right, I'm just I'm sometimes sometimes I'll go into the ocean and just 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 to get my lower half in, and then you go, you know what I've decided, that's that's in enough, or you just kind of you get you wet your whole body, right? That shark has already wet his whole body. Does he consider that a swim? Anyway, look. Alistair, I sit corrected. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, look, I don't know about. Do you think imaginary shark? Like, where, where, where is the sketch going with the imaginary shark week, or imaginary <laughs> sharks, or, or is it just it's about it's about elaborating on uh, shark week and yeah, like you know how how much further can it go? There's yeah, you know, we, we're, yeah. We're, I we're, think you know maybe um. Look, I hate to have another pitch meeting. It could be people trying to pitch things to the Discovery Channel. Is Discovery Channel has Shark Week, I presume, yeah, right? Yeah. And you know, they'd be stupid. Not Shark to be Week's been really big for us, mm. right? People love it. People love finding out new facts about sharks. But we're running out of facts about sharks. Yeah, right. Um, so they 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 come up with Imaginary Shark Week. Could just be a trailer for Imaginary Shark Week. Great. Could be a competitive network that is going up against Shark Week. Yeah, during Shark Week, um, and they've they've they're they're taking it on with uh, imaginary Shark Week. Could they could they not say that it's imaginary and they just come up with a better shark than the great white? That that's interesting. It's almost like a um, is it is it is it Wag the Dog that film where there's a uh, a sex scandal in the White House, and so they come up with a, an imaginary war. You know, yeah. they make up a country and say they're going to war with them. Yeah, there's definitely to, some videos that them. are made up. Yeah, to, yeah. To make so it seem... like that, but uh, with sharks, uh, and it's a new Discovery Channel. Yeah, somebody who's trying to claw back some of that. That you know, they've they've got all right. the the people. They've got it sewn are, up. All yeah. the sharks. They've they've. That's their territory, mm. right? We've got to do something. We've got to give people something more. Like when Jurassic Park kind of found some bigger dinosaurs, bigger than the T-Rex that they yeah. could sort of show off. And yeah. that, you know, one that's kind of got a crocodile mouth, Megalosaurus or whatever it is. Then maybe the, um, the, the shark itself is not a funny enough thing to try and come up with a, a better version of. You know, maybe if it wasn't 
you know, may, maybe it's turtles or something. But yeah, but who's interested in turtles? That's <laughs> Dude, the problem. What about, what about who's the, passionate about turtles? Right. What about the network that runs Turtle Week in the same week as Shark Week and how yeah, bad right. their ratings are? Like how they're really struggling. There's bound to be some other sea creatures week that falls on, on Shark Week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just their luck. But I know. But so, so then what did Turtle Week people do? Did they find a, like a, a carnivorous turtle? Well, they could, they, they, they could try and do like what they've done with the 2020 cricket where they've um, made it faster and they've added fireworks and cheerleaders and, uh, you know, that but with turtles. They're strapping fireworks to them, and but like, are they? Maybe are, they're just surrounded by fireworks. Are they? Are they taking credit for a lot of the great white deaths? They're, they're actually saying, actually, a lot of great white were deaths by, were actually caused by uh, what is actually an even greater killing machine: the turtle. The turtle. Uh, the turtles live for hundreds of years. Yeah, and so they kill hundred way you, more you people. Don't, you don't get that kind of lifespan by letting sharks fuck with you that's right you got to show them who's boss you get into the ocean it's like it's like prison if you get into the ocean you go up you find the biggest shark and you, you kick pu- its ass you punch him in the head <laughs> you kick it in the cloaca yeah or in that nose bit i don't know about this one al yeah no it's okay um it's made me tired. Yeah, talking about just it. talking about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we can move on. I had this idea the other day uh, where outside idea. It's keeping. It's it's called keeping up with the begonias, <laughs> right? And it's just it's just footage of two begonias near each other. Yeah. And it's a reality TV show. Right. And and it's mostly it's it's mostly narrator driven who yep. tells you the story of what's going on in their well, conflicts. Well, a lot of those shows they they create the narrative, you know, it's it's really just a lot of unconnected footage and then the editors and the directors they're so good, they have writers for these shows. They can piece that stuff together to create drama. And I imagine you'll ha- you'll get the same people in on keeping up with the begonias. In many ways that's kind of what I'm I'm parodying. Yeah. 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 And so we we're just filming begonias, right? And then you know maybe a gust of wind goes by or sure. something like that, or Great. maybe you could you could just blow on it, and then you go, oh, it looks like left begonias getting angry, or you know a, a, a bee comes in and oh. and selects one begonia ahead of the other begonia. Yeah, maybe that... the sun moves across the sky, casting mm. the shade of the first begonia oh, onto that, the second begonia, that is casting shade, quite literally casting shade. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think I think this is uh, I think this is something. It's a little bit like Meerkat Manor. Remember that TV show that was yeah. basically a reality TV show, but with meerkats. Yeah, but then I think actual things do happen with meerkats. That's the thing. That's the tip. That's the crucial difference. Yeah, you've removed the actual things. Yeah. from this uh, from the concept and come up with keeping up with the begonias. Yeah, keeping up with the begonias, <laughs> and so because I want everything to basically be manufactured. Uh, yeah. but but maybe. Maybe like even having bees and shade and things like that is too much. Because mm. you you're can, right, you're right. Well, like, I, I mean, I like I kind of like the shade. I like the I like the sun moving across the sky. Yeah. Okay, that's true. That is pretty involuntary. Yeah. Things like that, but because I mean, there are inside. There's probably not even any bees inside. Maybe there's like some gnats. It could be gnats. Could be a a fly. Could be a blowfly that is. Buzzed in. No, oh, absolutely. D- a dead blowfly corpse. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'd be nice to see that kind of decompose over time. 
That could be a nice addition. <laughs> like, it's sort of like a, like a nice arc over there. Yeah, yeah. Is this a weird thing to write down? No, no, no. I, I don't think it is at all. I think... Um, I, I, I remember watching uh, David Attenborough's Private Life Plants and they had a lot of time-lapse photography, which actually manages to make the growth of a plant look very dramatic yeah. and emotional. But I think we would avoid that. But then what kind of like narratives would you put on plants, you know, like about, would would you put sort of contemplation and, because I mean, that's, that's kind of what's interesting is that like maybe there is like really big, deep uh, dramas going on between these two plants, but it's all, it's all just spoken. Well, maybe all the information conveyed in the narration is just facts about the plants, you know, so the pla- that the plant is processing um, carbon dioxide to form glucose and release oxygen as a byproduct, you mm. know, all that s- stuff. If you can just present it as though it were gossip, uh, gossip, or yeah, exactly, and scandal, yeah, and um, see that, yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, it'd be great if you can, like, I yeah, I think I think maybe in my mind you were kind of talking about like. And then that one's wife, you know, sort of cheated on him, and and that one things like that, you know, like and his and his his sprog has gone off, and you know, got a drug problem. But but maybe that's too much. Maybe it is just, yeah. but you know, you're just reading about. Um, I guess you could get just like a a, a biology textbook. Yeah. Read about cells. Yeah. And and then cellular processes and just kind of say it more like read it kind of accusatory mm. in a, an accusatory mm. way mm. like that. So it's like oh oh and then and then begonia left uh, <laughs> leftmost begonia yeah leftmost begonia's uh, uh, root system root system is engaging in, in transpiration yeah. I think that's mm. something yeah right look I've written down keeping up with the begonias great. The other day, and I, I'm sorry to bring in another out, outside idea. That's okay, because I have no inside ideas. But it was it was discussed uh, between us. Uh, you and I. Yeah, you and I. It was regarding crime. Oh, yeah, and making murder illegal. Murder, making, n- making not making murder illegal, no, no, Alistair, yeah, as much as making being murdered illegal. That's right. Because uh, they've, um, they're banning homelessness from uh, Melbourne streets. Yeah. It's going to become illegal to not have a home. Yeah. And hence, I imagine, compulsory to have a home. Yeah, which, you know, is is tough for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, especially people who are in between homes. And who don't... Have money. A home or right want now. a home or... Is that, is that a big thing for homeless people? They don't want a home. A lot of them home don't want right a home now. right now. Yeah. Don't feel like having a home Look, just I d- yet. I don't want to put anything on them. Uh, but I also don't want to take anything away from them. So, do you think there? I mean, I, I, I think homeless people as a as a, a ground for comedy is probably a been done and b almost always unfair and cruel. Sure. But do you think something about a homeless person who talks very rationally about not wanting to get trapped in the rental? market like their reasons for homelessness are you know they that they saw that debt you know rent money is dead money and uh that they 
So it's just because they don't they want to save up and get a a deposit on a house. Well, I'm not sure because that 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 almost makes too much sense. But the the idea that they didn't they didn't want to get caught in this cycle, mm. um, and so they live on the streets eating out of bins. Yeah. Um, is that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't see any way for this to not be punching down, but yeah. Look, you know, I, to 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 do something that seems so against your own self interest, but for apparently very rational reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look. I think that there's something in that. Uh, like, it's just. I mean, like, I think that's okay. Funny. What about this? Some, some. It's it's like a, it's like a TV show that's like. Stories from the street. Mm. You know, a lot of people walking past these homeless people here outside Flinders Street Station mm. will think that they will will not give them a second thought. But each of these person has an is an individual with their individual stories Story. to tell. Today, I'm going to talk to Jeffrey, who's been living on the streets for six years. Jeffrey, how did you end up here? Well, I looked around at so many of my friends who were getting into the property market, and then others who were trapped in a cycle of renting, and I. I saw that you know rent money was dead money, and I, I basically didn't um, believe in. I don't know. Anyway, he goes dead on. money. Yeah, dead money. Yeah. So forget it. Forget it. And then he goes, and then they go. But so, so then you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've got a job and uh, <laughs> and everything like that. But uh, it's just I don't want to waste money on things like food and rent. Yeah. And so know? I'm clean clothes and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, just live out here. It's. It's just a life choice. I mean, obviously, the people out here don't really appreciate it because, you know, I'm kind of um, choosing to be here and rather mm. a lot of these people are sort mm. of in a situation in which they can't escape it. Uh, and so they kind of, you know, they don't like me about that. And, and I guess it makes my stay not as pleasant as it could be because and I guess, uh, often, I mean, often they spit on me. And maybe they, another reason they don't like me very much is my constant repetition of the fact that I don't have to be here and, <laughs> you know... Yes. Saying I I I chose this and I could leave at any time. Yes. Um, but I won't because of the rent money is dead money. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I do have a lot of money and I could be spending it on getting us all out of here. <laughs> yes. But I choose not to because rent money is dead money. As I say, dead money. I mean, my dad taught me that. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the two things he taught me. That and that European cars are very expensive very to keep expensive on the road. To keep on the road. That's why I don't have you one. You can't get the parts. Yeah, I'll get a Japanese car. <laughs> a Lexus. A Lexus. Which is European styled. Yeah, it's a sort of. It's a basically a fancy Toyota. Did you know that? What about what about these people who are like, <laughs> who say, homeless people, who who complain about fake homeless people? Okay? Yeah. I don't believe this is a real. Like yeah. it's certainly not as big a problem as the people who are complaining about it make it out to be. Yeah. But that some of these people, they're not really homeless. They've got homes. They just do it to get money. They mm. try and manipulate you and exploit you, and they try and get you, make you be sympathetic. Well, can we do something about fake homeless people? Right. So yeah. a lot of these people aren't even real homeless people. And then you go over to them, and they're like, it's just a shell made out of like paper mache or something. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, or, the, or the person, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a hologram. Or uh, that's great. That's really good. It's a really it's like it's that. a mannequin. It's it's it could be a robot, um, fake yeah. homeless, right? Yeah. And you you maybe you look, um, you can tell a real homeless person because they'll have a, a maker's mark on the sole of their shoe. Mm. See this one here, that mark, that's not actually um, uh, 
burned into the shoe as, shoe as it should be. If you if you rub that, you can see that comes off. That's yeah. just a, a kind of a lacquer. Uh, this one is actually a very advanced, complex bioelectronics. <laughs> He's a hyper-real, like, man-android. That is capable of passing the homeless Turing test and and convincing a human being that it is a homeless human being. Yes, but he does it so that he can... Because they can sit for longer (laughs) periods of time with their head hanging low and and they can look more pathetic than anyone. And so they can... Extract more. They're designed specifically to extract sympathy and money out of out of idiotic commoners and like you and way, me. And in this way, the jobs of the unemployed are being taken away by machines, <laughs> <laughs> like a robotic beggar. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing. There really is no job that a human being can have that cannot be taken away by a machine. Yeah. Look, I think that's definitely a sketch. Yeah. I got something out of that. Oh, mate. Man, I feel like each one of these is taking so much out of me to get it. I'm, I'm yeah. like, my energy levels are dropping by like 20%. I'm oh, taking absolutely. big hits yeah. from each of these. <laughs> and so each one is going to take even more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But as you know, we don't, we're don't. we trying to get five sketches and we need to get five sketches or else it doesn't even get released. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I, I feel like we should, I, I should in a way be threatening my brain saying, mate, You've already done all this work, Brain. Mm. And I'm not going to give you any kind of reward yeah. unless you come up with more. Um, right? These know, are a list of my demands. I'm not releasing a, this, a single podcast yeah. until you provide <laughs> me with five, five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. Um, you know how people refer to serial, serial monogamists as like being like Tarzan? That they don't... They, they don't grab well i can't remember whether it's that it's like but they don't grab the next vine and uh, like they don't let go of the first vine until hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com grabbing on to the next one you know that thing yeah no, that's a beautiful image yeah do you think that we could sort of somehow turn that around onto Tarzan and say that he was kind of a bit being a bit unfair to to vines? Right. Or or that or that maybe somehow with relationships that he he didn't do that at all? Like that... Well, I mean he was he was a monogamist, wasn't he, in that he he was with Jane. That's right. But me, actually before me Tarzan, you Jane. Me Tarzan, but before he was with Jane, he was with Miranda. <laughs> And actually, there was a bit of crossover. Right, right. And so he didn't like actually let go of Miranda. He was actually clinging to Miranda. <laughs> holding until he her like had a, one hand on Jane. <laughs> like a, holding her, sort of clinging her like a baby monkey clings to the bottom of the uh, yeah. uh, above, of its mother. Um, and then he, I think I think I think I don't know if this works necessarily as a as a Tarzan thing, but could we do this as just a character trait of? somebody mm. in a relationship just a regular person yeah but who 
is so incapable of being alone that they can't actually leave one relationship until they are able to touch or grab how's it this not gross but like to <laughs> embrace you know they won't leave the embrace of one person until they can go into the embrace of the next yeah which obviously it makes it very difficult to find and date somebody and get to the point of being able to embrace them so they do it a lot while whilst... still embracing your previous yeah. partner i guess that would be very you could one place where you could do it is maybe at a sort of a big uh uh sort of like a a, a big ball, right? You know, where there's a lot of dancing and looking over <laughs> someone's shoulder. Yeah, and I guess right. you could meet somebody who's looking over their partner's shoulder yep. or dancing alone. That's true. And so he he either is very good at sort of throwing his voice so that the other person can't tell, or he, you know, I guess it would help if he was dating a deaf woman. <laughs> and he or he moves a from, series of deaf women. Or or he moves from deaf woman to deaf woman. Uh, or he moves from one deaf woman, deaf woman, not deaf woman. <laughs> if he knew sign language, yes, that would help. But then it also does make it more difficult to. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting a phone call, and my personal circumstances have changed to the point where I'm going to take this. Where you can take phone calls, okay. So, Hello. so he is in. Okay, I'll, I'll just try and keep doing this while. Uh, okay, so he's he's in a he's in a ball. He's dancing, and uh, and now he's looking over the shoulder of the person he's dancing with, and uh, he starts communicating with the other person who's dancing with either their partner or dancing alone. I've already said all this stuff, right? Uh, and so maybe if he knows sign language, uh, that allows him to, uh, you know, to, to 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 speak in a kind of in a way without them knowing. Anyway. So somehow he closes the deal whilst dancing with this person. And and then as the dance wraps up, uh he he decides to to let go of his beloved and and sort of grab hands with the other person and uh, uh and sort of say, introduces them to her their current girlfriend and then says to them uh this is I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Uh this is Miranda Jane. I I'm just going with the with the Tarzan names. Uh he goes Jane uh uh, this is my new girlfriend. We just met while we were dancing, uh, while I was dancing with you, Jane, and uh, and I'm leaving you for her. And uh, now I'm going to let go of your hand, but not until I grab onto Miranda's hand. <laughs> Alistair, that sounded all good to me. Yeah. I don't know what you thought of my conversation with Carly. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, t- I'm going to write Tarzaning. Yeah, great. But I think that this person should also not just do that with relationships. I think that maybe he should also do it like he won't he won't finish a sandwich until he's secured himself another sandwich. <laughs> he's like chain smoking, but with sandwiches. Yeah, but uh, he but won't get out of a car and kill, until he can pull it up alongside and step out the door into another car. Or like you know, he won't like leave a taxi until he knows that he's booked the next taxi for you know when he finishes work or whatever like that. Sure. You know? So he's 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 a uh, I guess in many ways a very insecure man. He doesn't he doesn't like that void, that feeling of a void in your life and that uncertainty of like yeah. where is my next sandwich coming from? That's I know right. as I'm eating the sandwich, I'm ordering another sandwich so that when I leave that sandwich shop I have a sandwich with me. Yeah. And there's no risk of me not having a sandwich. And it's not that he doesn't enjoy the present. 
He enjoys sure. the present, but he enjoys the present knowing that there's a future sandwich coming. Love, I, I, I love you. I love you, my love. Mm. But I know that nothing is, is permanent. And one day, for whatever reason, this could end. And I want you to know that I've got something lined up. So don't worry about me. So don't worry. If you die... Yeah. I do have... I've, a, I've I, got... Yeah. It will hit me hard, but I've uh, softened the landing. I have something in the chamber. With another beloved, potentially. Look, I, I don't want to give it away to you. You know, I don't want you to let it occupy your mind too much no. while you're still living. But trust me, I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm saying this to you to put your mind at ease. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's... I know it sounds like it's worrying you, but but don't worry. It's a it's a comforting. This is a comforting thought. Mm. Trust me, I am going to be fine. Yeah, and you are going to be fine as long as you keep living. What can we do with um, uh, date uh, those websites for having an affair, right? Like 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 Ashley Madison, the mm. have an affair website. Yeah, that's good. Right? Like, is it okay? Uh, this is this may not be any kind of an idea, sure. right? But um, you know that song, "Do You Like Pina Coladas?" Yeah, and "Long Walks in the Rain," yep. and that's very like he has he he puts in a out a personal ad, and she does too, and his wife does too, and then he winds up on a date with his wife, and they they re- think it's wonderful, and yeah, they reconnect. They, they, and they, they, yeah, they realize they never they're... realized the other person liked Pina Coladas and "Long Walks in the Rain." Yeah. Um, which just makes me realize I, I don't know if my wife does like pina coladas or long walks in the yeah, rain. That's right. And while she's oh breastfeeding, you won't be able to find out. <laughs> so you've really come to this realization too late. Yeah. Or too early. Um, but is there something in, a, in a, an, an affairs website, mm. have an affair, but we guarantee that the affair will be with your current partner? So it's the if you like it's the pina, pi- it's the pina colada yeah affair website affair website and so pinacolada dot com right so, you go on you sign up you put in your wife's address you link it to her profile right yeah and then it hooks you up for an affair yeah but but you can only you can only get into that affair if your wife is also searching like so you put in who she is and then if she eventually decides that she also wants to have an affair but she would have to specifically decide that she wants to have it with you right or is yeah. this just one sided where only one half of the relationship knows that that's what they want or maybe what they do is they <laughs> look I, I think that that's a fun idea i think that's a fun idea and i don't want to take away from it i'm just no. looking at this variation right now where it's this website organizes a date with your wife for you and makes you feel like it's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's—I think that's great. Like, but your wife doesn't know that they've <laughs> organized it. They're, you're, like your wife. So what they do is they organize the date for you, and and you have to tell right, your wife okay, that you've organized so the date. Life's short, short. Fool yourself into thinking you're having an affair. Yeah, would be the slogan of this. Yeah, website. <laughs> right, and so it then somehow reframes your existing relationship as if it is a clandestine one. Yeah. Yeah, without your Possibly wife knowing. Possibly without your wife knowing. So it still is an affair. She doesn't know you're seeing her on the side. Yeah. Is yeah. that it? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she she thinks that you're seeing her as as you have been seeing each other. Well, for well, no. Long. I mean, all of a sudden, you only start seeing her late at night when you've told her you'll be working late, right? Yeah. But it 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 it's somehow there's there's a, there's a setup the where she doesn't realise this is going on. <laughs> well, no, that that does sound bad. But what? Like it doesn't, you know, it sounds good too. Um, but I think there's some. I think there's definitely something in this, like yeah. like making your existing real relationship feel. Mm. You're so, giving it this the, the spark of an affair. Yeah, I wonder whether you could do do that yourself. Whether you could just go, honey, I'm going to be working late, like right. that, and then and then you call her up like 15 minutes later. You go, <laughs> hey, what you doing hey, tonight? What you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I heard your husband's not gonna be home. Yeah. Well, that is just role play, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but what if, like, what if How you don't? Can we take what if you don't say any of those things? Like, you don't say, "Hey, I heard your husband's gonna be home," right. and like, you don't call her your girlfriend, right? Right, like right. And you kind of go, "You gonna meet me in the car park uh, <laughs> at like you know, at the you know on on top of uh, at the lookout." <laughs> so and then and then the wife is talking to her friends and like something's going on with Barry. Like he keeps. I think he's um oh what is it like I think he's having an affair like sneaking around he's sneaking around but but with me oh there was a formulation of that that was going to work that was in my head and then I got too excited about it and I forgot yeah all right um I don't know yeah yeah but that's that, that's definitely something. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's is it is it a service? Is it a thing that you do to yourself? I think it, I think making it a service yeah. makes it much easier to frame as a sketch. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, service. I'm going to put the the other option as well. The pina yeah. colada. Yeah. What was the pina colada one? I've already forgotten that. That's that's a website where you can only go on to get hooked up into an affair with your existing your current partner. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, if that isn't already a thing which i mean look i i feel the internet is vast if we i wouldn't be at all surprised if we went to pinacolada.com or longwalksintherain.co.uk and that wasn't already a thing that you could do where you go and you my solution for a lot of these ideas these days would be to create a a GoFundMe or something like that for this, so that it's a it's a vehicle to express this idea to other people. Yeah. But uh, to jo- raise money as of joke, but then also if it made money, then you make it for real so that people. It's uh, a really good idea. Yeah, and then but then it's also a, it's a form for this sketch to take. Uh, yeah, to show people here, it's one of those things that they would have on TV shows like The Project or whatever. It's like, mm. and uh, this guy's come up with a website for uh, having mm. affairs with people, but only the twist. The twist is only with their current wives or husbands. Uh, we're speaking to him now. Uh, hey, where did you come up with this uh, crazy idea from? Yeah, you know, I was listening to that song. Do you like Pina Coladas? You know the song? Yeah, do you, I I do. Yes, yeah. I was listening to it and. Uh, Anyway, I copied that. I just copied that. Copied that and made but it into a website. Made it into a website. Turns out there, you know how there's been all these uh, these uh, lawsuits recently with like uh, blurred lines apparently being mm-hmm. a ripoff of uh, Marvin Gaye's song and uh, Uptown Funk. There was 
actually two lawsuits currently uh, against Uptown Funk. Well, it turns out there's never been a lawsuit brought by the authors of an original song against someone who's turned that into a website. Hmm. Uh, you know, I, th- I think by taking it from being a song, I haven't copied the lyrics or the rhythm or the instrumentation of the song or the being a song from the song. Uh, I've just copied the song. And, uh, and, and t- you know, but I've taken away the being a song from it. <laughs> I uh, like it. You know Songify? That, uh, that, <laughs> that app that will, you can just talk into it and it turns it into a song? I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, well, this is kind of the opposite. Uh, it, you, you take a song and you put it in mm-hmm. and it turns it into a website. <laughs> Sorry, a dating website. <laughs> <laughs> so say, I kissed a girl and I like it. Right. right. You put that in there. It's yeah. a thing, and it hooks you up with a girl, sort of not a not a woman, not a young woman. It hooks you up with a girl, <laughs> a girl, and you and it sets you up. Uh, you kiss her, and, and you like and it. You like it because you know you normally you'd feel conflicted. You're kissing somebody who's underage. It's sort of weird, but it put it it somehow builds a situation in which uh, it's fine. Maybe it's. Maybe it's a daughter. Maybe it's a kiss of life. Maybe it's a kiss of life. Maybe, maybe we could have different options for this algorithm. Yeah, maybe it's one of those chocolate kisses. That'll probably be the option a lot of the time. I kissed a girl. Yes. Um, I uh, Could be a kiss of death. Maybe it's the mafia sends a young girl. They're coming to kill you. She kisses you on the forehead. But you want to die. <laughs> That's why you, you like, like it. it. You see? Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm just spitballing this, here. Anyway, this is, this is. I mean, that's a whole other. The thing is, is that that's we had to create that app before we could create this website about yes. uh, peanut cars. We had to create the app. I mean, you don't know how much trouble it was creating an app that turns songs into dating websites. You know, and the de-songify dating websiteify. <laughs> it's not even catchy. I don't even know how it's. Well, I think I might be the only person using it. The what was hard for me was, you know, when I first heard that song, "Do you like peanut coladas?" I thought it was, "Do you like peanut colliders?" <laughs> and I built a website, a dating website, <laughs> a dating website for people <laughs> to, to smash peanuts together. Who like that? That that's one of their interests, right? That's one of their interests. And and that's where people with this very niche interest will meet. And we rolled out the beta of that website, and then some of the investors came back to me and said, do you realise it's, do you like pina coladas? And then we had to pivot. Of course, well, then we took away the option of putting in the lyrics yourself, you know, rather than just taking them off a website somewhere, because that that's what it allows you to do. It allows yes. you to make mistakes. But anyway, we've still got this website. It's still... Creates websites even if the lyrics are wrong. It's still turning over millions of dollars a it's month. It's actually one of our best products is this Peanut Colliders dating the, website. The profits from that that allowed us to build this hugely unsuccessful <laughs> fake affair empire. Well, it's just it's just a it's just a byproduct of having so many people in the world now. Is that there's, is that there's the, actually even... trillions of people. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many billions of people on Earth now that, that, statistically speaking, there are trillions of people who like smashing peanuts together and finding other people who are similarly into that. Yes, and 
you know, marrying you all, you know, having and, an affair. And then having an affair with someone and, who's know, into something a little bit different, maybe squishing beans. Yes. Or bean, bean collider. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Is there a song about that? Oh, well, that's the thing, is that we have to now bloody make a song. Make a song. Or at least I, confuse I, a song. I've got to, I've, got to, I've got to have to make a song, otherwise this website will never get made. <laughs> It's a, it's actually easier to make this the website through the app than actually to build the website from scratch. Yeah. So that's how good I, that's how good the app is. It's a very good app. It's flawless. You think WordPress is good? <laughs> I mean, you think that's simple? It is, but it's still simpler to write a song about colliding beans. And so this is what I, I've just got a ukulele. Uh, by my bed now. If yes. I want to make a website, I just sing it into the microphone of my phone. Uh, so, you know, it usually doesn't have to be a complex song. The thing is that the, the song doesn't have to sell any records. <laughs> doesn't have to be popular. Doesn't have to be catchy. Just has to be a song. It just has to, basically, it just has to fit Plato's ideal of a song. You know how we got this website so good? What we did was we built a very, very bad version of the website. And then we got someone to write a song about the website. And then we fed that song into the website. And it was able to write a come up with a better website, which we then wrote a song about and fed back into that website. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I, I don't it's understand iterative. the mathematics of it. I think it's something to do with neural networks and magic. And 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 and, and the way... Oh, no, no, I couldn't figure out the next step. <laughs> the way that I came up with writing this app is that I wanted to get a bunch of guys who like writing very complicated apps... <laughs> I thought if, if, if I was, and that's how I met my wife. She loves writing complicated apps, but we met on this website that I built yes. for people <laughs> who love who love making apps. And I, anyway, I couldn't get there. No, that's all right. So, <sighs> so that's five sketches. Look, I think we're going to have to stop there. I'm. That is, that's five sketches. I know, and I think we're going to have to stop there, Alistair. That's where you I, stop. I can't come up with any more. I'm so tired. I can't come up with another to one. To be honest, talking about how you're so tired is slowing down the process. I've got to get some sleep, or I won't be. I won't be able to do this anymore. All right, well, ever again? Yes. Okay. Well, look, two in a think tank. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to read that bit. Uh, okay, so here's our five sketches. Yeah, there's a point where you become so tired you're no longer able to tell people that you're tired. And that is called sleep. Go on, Alistair. Uh, this is uh, pre-anesthetic pain relief. This is what they were doing before anesthetic. Uh, sometimes they would get distract people with uh, with snow globes or they would annoy them. That would be one way they get, during surgery. If you just annoyed them, you sort of flick their nose yeah. and sort of tickle their eyes with or pulling little back hairs, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also they would employ a distractor. Yeah, just you know, entertain them with interesting learn facts. Things, yeah. About whether or not sharks have skulls. Then we got my outside idea, which is a uh, sketch number two, which is keeping up with the begonias, and it's a, it's mostly a parody on uh, reality TV shows. And you kind of just film two begonias, and then you add, uh, you know, an narrator to it, which is I know cheap writing, yeah, uh, you know, but in this case, I think it's I think it's the only option. It's the only option because there's only there's only one thing that's cheaper than writing narration. And that's, having it and that's writing a talking begonia. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm. That's why it happens so little in films because it's really looked down on as being poor filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got uh, we got people who complain about fake homeless. 
But then it's it you know these are really Scorsese. His early films had a lot of talking Bogodians, and it wasn't until he got rid of those that his filmmaking really started to flourish. Yeah, well, he had a mentor who told him. A lot of people think that that uh, that Reservoir Dogs is Tarantino's first film, but he's got a hidden one (laughs) away that he did it. Hundreds of yeah, he's actually got a very early first film that he's managed managed to bury. (laughs) Bury. He bought all the copies. He had them destroyed. He had them destroyed. It's all talking Bogonias. (laughs) Begonias were sort of gangster voices and sort of in very kind of like... Okay, look, I think that's almost a sketch, Alistair. I know I said I was too tired to come up with another one. But I think something about a lot of people's early films, they fall back onto these these easy or these hack premises. And one of them is talking Begonias. And that a lot of famous filmmakers have got these, you know, these early, early works... (laughs) That include that thing, and they're just ashamed of them. <laughs> yep. Um, Alan so... Smithy. They've a lot of them have got like Alan Smithy as they tried to get their direct, you know, their their name off the uh, yeah. off as the director. Yeah. Later life. Um, uh, the Star Wars Christmas special. People yeah. think that was bad, but it's not nearly as bad as the Star Wars. Uh, the Begonia Menace. Oh man, uh, I just realized I don't know how to write Scorsese. No, well, do you know I how wrote... to spell Begonia? No, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got yeah, so fake homeless, and this this is uh, you know, it's, it's it's about people who complain about fake home homeless, but we're just showing different types of fake homeless. Some of them are made of paper mache. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, some of them are just a shadows cast on a wall. Yeah, some Cle- of them clever shadow play. Yeah. Uh, some of them actually have like a sort of a, a sort of a they they live under um, carports and so yeah. it's not not <laughs> technically homeless they got like they're 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 portful right but they're homeless it's kind of still yeah. a home yeah. Um, yeah what about people but, but who mostly are... it's the complex pro uh, bio bi- robotics that are you know what about people who are actually homeless but are fake uh, homeowners in that they 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 look like they have a home but if you go in. That's all. It's just a, it's just a facade. Oh, they're yeah. actually homeless behind there. Yeah, they're fake homeowners. So yeah. the, the home is fake. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like one of those kind of ones. Yeah, like in a movie. Or it's or a hologram, or all the house is a robot. Yeah. <laughs> or it's actually someone else's house, and every day they they like they chat to the neighbors, they sit on the porch, they 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 when people are going around the corner, they're waving at them as if they're about to go in the front door. And then they go around and they sit around behind the house. But then there's also fake homeless that are people who are, who don't have fake homes. In a way, a lot of us are (laughs) fake homeless. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, you know, and that's also, uh, I think, I think fake homeowners, can you just write down the words fake homeowners? Yeah. Because I think that's a good rebuttal to the people who complain about fake homeless people. Yeah. They're just going. And they wave. They sort of they sort of trim at the uh, at the at the roses. <laughs> yes, they, they do a lot of rose pruning. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gardening. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're sort of like squatters, but they they just stay on the outside yeah. of the house and they of... actually maintain the yard. It's actually yeah. very quite good having them around. You know, he's not. He doesn't. You know, then he walks away and then he gets into a Mercedes. Actually, once over to leave. That does not make any sense. That is the worst and the best. You fuckhead. Right. Keep reading these. We've got a 
we're, 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 at the moment, we're coming up with new sketches at a greater rate than we are reading the old sketches, yeah, Alistair. I know. This looks like it says Tanzania. Oh, no, it's Tarzaning. Yeah. Uh, so there's a guy who just Tarzans with everything. So everything. Every, he, yeah. he, he never leaves a woman before grabbing mm-hmm. onto another one. He mm-hmm. never leaves a sandwich before grabbing onto another one. Mm-hmm. Um, never let, let, let's go of a, of, a, of a stubborn opinion before grabbing onto another one. Indeed. <laughs> Sven probably actually has a terrible form of obsessive-compulsive disorder, and we should... We, should, we, should, we, we, should we shouldn't be writing a sympathy. sketch about him. We should be finding this man help. Yes. Um, so this is a service like Ashley Madison, which uh, offers a... Fuck, I didn't actually write down the um, like the whole... Anyway. Uh, Doesn't matter. So it's a service like Ashley Madison. We've got Madison. too much anyway. Yeah, Pina Colada. But, but it's like, yeah, it's called the Pina Colada Affair website, which only... Which only organizes yeah. affairs yeah, with we your said wife. They, yeah, they, yeah, know, yeah. they know, they know. But but I think that whole the whole music thing, the whole music app thing, that's song. that's got to be a sketch. You think? I think that that's that's the first time in so long. It's this is like the above a bowling alley. Yeah, right, the thing, the, the first time in so long that we've come up with something that is physically impossible to turn into a sketch. I think it's possible. Okay. Yeah, I think it's well, possible. Well, you get me that draft that you said you get me of the. Restaurant sketch, and then we'll move on to this one because I'm right. Tarzaning impossible sketches, and I won't. Yeah, I won't let go of that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. And then it's a lot of the director's early films fall back on old tropes, one of which is talking begonias. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh yeah. my lord! So well, well, I, look, I think given how tired I was, yeah, and I think this one, this this actually app really picked up after. Maybe probably 25 minutes. That's, that's when it really picked up. That's when you guys should start listening. If yeah. You, if, <laughs> so if you're recommending friends, yeah. Anyway. That's what I think about that. That's what I say about that. That's what I think I was trying to say. That is all I have today. Thanks for listening to the show. If you would like to tell people about it, do so. Go for it. Uh, sign people up on purpose, subscribe. Somebody did a review on iTunes the other day. It was very nice. Felt so good. Oh, man. It it it, it felt amazing. Mm. And I've had twin boys in the last week. Yeah, he's had twin and, boys in the last week. And I and I got such a thrill. The out endorphins of were comparable. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got, yeah, they, they weren't, they didn't get blocked out by yeah. the, 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 having the twins. Yeah, no, uh, it, like I'm not. Sa- I'm not saying that uh, the twin boys t- didn't make me feel better. No, I know. But but then 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 the iTunes review. But but at least when I saw the boys, yeah, I knew. Oh God, this what I'm feeling right now is pure happiness because I remember this feeling from the iTunes review. Yeah, so it's helped just help me calibrate Great. joy. Great, and you knew that you were sort of bringing the boys into a a better world. Like they'll be more prepared. That's they'll be true. able to see the that 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 uh you know his dad gets good reviews on iTunes yeah, and yeah. things like that. You know? Yeah, so I can I can look him in the eye. Yeah, absolutely. That would, that would be tough at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Barely open eye. So you know, if you want us to have better relationships with our children because they're more proud of us over time, <laughs> things like that, then. Uh, and you're not doing that for us. That's not for us. Yeah, it's not kids. for us. It's just think, think about your what you're doing as a favor for children. Uh, so if you want to rate us and write a review, you wouldn't want my kids to not respect their dad, would you? <laughs> would you? Does this sound pathetic? I hope this doesn't oh, sound pathetic. But I'm just. <laughs> I mean, I hope this doesn't come across as begging because we're not real beggars. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope this doesn't come across as begging, but you don't. You wouldn't make me look bad in front of my son. <laughs> my girlfriend get, barely talks to me anymore because and of I the need life. this. I need this, and I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I hope this doesn't come across as begging. Please, uh, yeah. And then you know, Twitter and Facebook and all that. Just Google our names. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. <laughs> Just Google Al's name. Anyway, thank you very much. Uh, we love you very much and have a really good life. We love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 